trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides rob andy and randy and sometimes a guest welcome to talking trash a rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites i'm rob i'm randy and I'm Andy, and this week we will be discussing the brews and chews from Rohrbach Beer Hall in Brewery in Rochester, New York. Boy, I butchered that. Rohrbach. Rohrbach Beer Hall and Brewery. The new one by the yeah. public market. People pronounce it in a lot of different ways, so who knows? Yeah, I'm technically like quarter German, so I think that's how you're supposed to say it. Whatever I said is right. Yeah, that seemed pretty authentic. Um, this week, we do not have a guest. So Solo pod. Just the plate pals. Monopod. <laughs> my, my kids went with us. Yes, we did have two guests. They've been asleep for two hours, so. Oh, man. They Next live time. the life. <laughs> go out for pizza, hang out. Go to sleep for 12 hours. <laughs> Rob's so jealous. I am very jealous. And uh, you know what? That could kind of lead into our catch-up for the week. So uh, I'll kick this off with my weighted blanket update. <laughs> Guys, it's crazy. And this morning when I woke up, I was like, or maybe it was last night. I was like, wait a minute. Is this thing actually 25 pounds? So I got on the scale, holding this giant heavy blanket up over my shoulders. And guess what, guys? It is 25 pounds. It is heavy as heck. And so I know I've told you guys both this before, but this is new to the audience. It, it's been giving me the craziest, most vivid dreams I've ever had in my life. Like I'm just dreaming constantly. I did a little, uh, you know, not validated research on like Reddit threads and people are like, oh, you're just getting deeper REM sleep. So it's just, it does feel like the quality of my sleep's getting better as a result of it, but I'm still getting up to go to the bathroom a bunch. Um, the one thing I'll say that is awesome about it is that I've really been unable to sleep in on weekends, like Friday and Saturday nights. I've just like get up at like the next morning at like five, no matter what. With this weighted blanket, I've been able to sleep in Friday and Saturday. Like, I think I got like 10 hours of sleep each night, which is, I don't remember like doing that since I was like in, in you know, middle school or high school. So it works. Are you, so are you posting queries on Reddit? Like, are you active on Reddit and people are answering you or you're like reading past threads? No, I just read threads on Reddit. I don't even know how to. I, I kind of don't know how Reddit works. I think you Same. can like upvote things or like you could like um, mark things as like people advertising or something. I don't, I, let me, I don't understand what Reddit is. They just have a lot of, I'm into so many weird niche things that you can like yeah. find some strange review of some specific product. It's like when we looked up, uh, you know, best breakfast sandwiches in Rochester, there's threads about that in the Rochester Reddit page and stuff. Yes. We'll have to check it out for our, uh, we're doing a little behind the scenes research on pizza. We're going to be doing some pizza coming up uh, maybe this summer or something. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Reddit, man. It's where it's at. Um, but Anything but not for the weird stuff. I think it's also where it's at for weird stuff. So we're not supporting that stuff. Just, <laughs> just quirky, fun stuff. 
Oh, and then the other big update of the week was I went to seasoning Thai bistro for dinner tonight with uh, my cousin, and it was really, really good. It's on Empire, and this kind of ties to the pizza competition in that I have an update about Craglio's and AMC Theaters. They are still not attached. When I drove by, I confirmed they still are not attached. So I don't know what was going on that one night when I went in there. But uh, yeah, Seasoning Thai Bistro, I highly recommend it. Really cool place. They have a second location on Elmwood, I guess now. So if you're not in the Empire Webster area, go to Elmwood and check it out. And I got the this spicy chicken or the, it was like spicy. Basically, it was like chicken tenders, but like Thai chicken tenders. And they were freaking awesome. And supposedly spicy, but not actually that spicy. So check it out. Randy, how about your, wait. Should I go to you last for the catch-up? Are you ready? I'm ready, but you could go to me last also. It's up to you. Randy, let's hear it, man. All right. That was exciting. (laughs) I counted how many days in a row I ate pizza last week, and I beat my current record on this podcast of, I think it was three with four different pizza stops within the three days. Last week was five days in a row of pizza with... I think one day was maybe have been multiple times in one day. I don't, I don't know for sure, but we talked a lot about pizza on the ride home from our trip last weekend, Rob and pizza hut came up. And so I just ordered some pizza hut (laughs) and I had leftovers for like three days in a row. And then I had more pizza and more pizza. It was a lot of pizza. One of my students wrote about pizza hut today. And I was like, man, I, I, we've talked about it before probably it's like it's such a nostalgia thing for people our exact age like dining in the big red cups the deep dish the personal pan so good how it was, was it it was so good it was a personal or it was not a personal pan but it was a pan pizza trying to get the best deal with it it's tough because the big dinner box is your best deal at 10 bucks for the pizza breadsticks and those cinnamon sticks but the cinnamon sticks are just breadsticks with cinnamon glaze on them <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's like you're just eating more breadsticks uh so i just went with the pizza and the breadsticks which were awesome um speaking of pizza uh Fan of the pod and guest of the pod, Ahmed, uh, ordered pizza on Sunday for the Super Bowl. And somehow on Domino's website, there must have been some glitch where he ordered two large pizzas, one topping, 99 cent each. And then when I went on, it wasn't there anymore. And he was so excited. His wife was like, why didn't you order five of them? He's like, what are we going to do with five large pizzas from Domino's? I think Ahmed um, knows a guy who would eat pizza for seven days straight. So yeah, I thought he might Ahmed have been was looking. that guy. Yeah, I know. So yeah, uh, lots of great pizza this week. And um, just a quick update. I know we're going to be doing our pizza uh, podcast coming up soon, but uh, we did check out Peels on Wheels on Sunday. They had a Super Bowl deal, a little percent off if you ordered a pizza in Laurel, noticed that they had gluten-free and vegan cheese, which is hard to find the vegan cheese on the pizza. So I ordered it as a little Valentine's day surprise, uh, brought it to her. Uh, she was super excited and you're just gonna have to wait until the podcast to find out how good it was or how awesome it was. I can't believe your, your self-control Randy. you sent us pictures of like the pizza in there and you just didn't, I would have bought like two different slices to bring with me. So I'm very scared of vegan cheese because the, the, I won't name the brand, but Laurel buys a certain brand and it's a popular brand 
and it's shredded cheese. I don't know what it really is, but it smells like feet mixed with dust mixed with almost like throw up mixed with like the worst farts. It's the word I'm telling you, it is one of the worst smells I've ever smelled. I can't but believe she she's buying it. it. She likes it. She says it's not bad. So now I've just been thrown with vegan cheese, even though the stuff I peels on wheels clearly is not the same because her vegan cheese doesn't even melt when you try to melt it. It's just like little strips of confetti on top. Uh, the one from peels on wheels looked awesome. So I probably should have tried it because it's a different type of vegan cheese. I meant more like you, you should have bought like a square of their Detroit style pizza to eat oh. on the ride home. <laughs> I really yeah, what wanted happened to. there. I well, really he said he was going to wait for the pizza contest <laughs> guys. All right. I'm going to be honest. What happened was I went to balsam uh, winner of the breakfast sandwich competition and I bought two bagels there. I didn't need to eat even half of one. And I had both of them one right after another bagel, cream cheese and the egg cheese and French toast bagel. And I was so full. That's why I didn't do it. I was did not, also, win, the, did not win the contest in my mind. It won. <laughs> wait, who did win the contest? The cans, the cans <laughs> oh. won. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. We, they we gave a bunch of misinformation to somebody like recently. Somebody's like, "What had the best breakfast sandwich?" I'm like, "I think it was balsam bagels." Yeah, I thought that's <laughs> definitely yeah, that's a terrible memory. Oh man, Randy, so that's my pizza up. My my peeve is uh, people who ruin their appetite before engaging in delicious eating. Well, I learned from the best, Rob. <sighs> that's true. <laughs> Way more Andy? carbs though. Andy, Andy, your uh, ketchup? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for the ketchup. Let's see. So we just had Valentine's Day. Uh, that's date, dating the podcast a little bit. But it's very fun with kids. We have, you know, the boys are between, they're three and a half now. So I was going to say between three and four. <laughs> what a waste of a way to say that. <laughs> uh, but like they're into holidays and stuff like that. And they enjoyed making Valentine's and going through their stuff. So I think they're in like a nice from here till about like mid elementary. So I think they like get way into holidays. So it was really fun. And for Valentine's day, my wife said she doesn't, we don't really like go all out for Valentine's day just cause we're like, eh, you know, part of us is lazy and part of us is like, yeah, this is like a constructed holiday. You shouldn't hype it up too much. The same way we don't even go out, for new year's eve anymore you just cook something good at home but she was like i kind of want taco bell and i was like that sounds amazing sounds like a great a great <laughs> valentine's day dinner and that's then, why you married her andy <laughs> oh my gosh well listen yep. to this audible randy she then audibles on valentine's day at about 4 30 p.m and she goes i don't know if i want taco bell so i'm like bummed i'm like that sounded so great just like you know cruddy fast food it's so funny to eat taco bell with your wife she wanted garbage plates so we got garbage plates for valentine's day so i we live out on the east side so we got uh parents and hots which was highly reviewed on our podcast but i think what I, what we may have realized along the way reviewing garbage plates is it kind of matters who's working and stuff and like i think the people the, the, the plates we got weren't up to the rating that we gave it originally. Everything was like in the fryer a little too long. So like, mm. you know, when French fries go from perfect to being like translucent and like too crispy on the outside, yeah. the crisp goes too far in and you're biting grease. So we had some of that, but I mean, it was still a garbage plate, got extra meat sauce. It was delicious. Um, 
wasn't their best, but also, you know, the, the, the floor is pretty high for me with garbage plates. And then the other thing was the Super Bowl was the day before and co-host Rob came over and we just had a snack fest. We had each quarter was a different snack. Like, you know, I just went to the frozen food section and bought a ton of stuff. Uh, and so that was a blast. We just ate a bunch of different snacks. The game was kind of boring in the middle, but close at the end. And I enjoyed it. And now I'm lamenting the loss of watching football. Uh, I just really enjoy the uh, routine of it. So I don't know. We'll see what the Bills doing in the offseason here coming up. That'll be exciting, I guess, because the Bills are good. They're currently listed as co-favorites for the Super Bowl next year with the Chiefs, which is like mind-blowing if you would have told me that six years ago, you know, after 20 years of languishing. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Just uh, Valentine's Day and Super Bowl. Christy and Rob, my two Valentines. (laughs) Those, you know what? And I got to give a shout out to those crunchers. I don't remember what they're called, but they were even the blander ones were still some of the best snacks I've had in a long time. Yeah, we talked up in the past the Buffalo Chicken Crunchers. It's from the company Crunch Factory. They're available at Wegmans and they're like breaded egg rolls. And the ones have like chicken wing dip in them. We got what jalapeno and cheese. Yeah, they're pretty good. Little, little bland needed a little more kick, but that. That you get what the texture, Rob, is so yeah. good on them. It's the crunch. The crunch factory knows how to make things crunchy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the bottom line. And if you put a little hot sauce on those things, whew, they were good. <laughs> we were all like, these are missing something. And finally, I was like, hot sauce. And we we're like, yes, it needs hot sauce. Like, it's the number one thing you'd think of, I feel like. Or cheddar. You know, we, we did bring up, I think cheddar cheese would have really put those over the edge. But regardless, but inside them, a inside, better cheddar oh, cheese. Definitely inside but they were still very good and uh yeah so it was great great snack fest and rob returned uh two bags of chips i had purchased for bill's games so i've just been munching on those this week salt vinegar is delicious they are they're great i mean i was holding them hostage but eventually the the crisis was over you had no leverage you had no leverage i I waited i had no leverage i returned them home you knew i wasn't gonna eat them so let's uh, let's shift gears into this brewery, which is uh, we did a little research, but not enough research uh, because we really don't know how long Rohrbox. Oh, it was established in 1991, according to its website. Uh, they have a location that is on Buffalo Road in Gates, I believe. Um, there is a spot where on their website they tell their story. Um, first, first craft brewery in Rochester. Um, the Rohrbach name is kind of a German name. I think the original place in, I guess it's out in Ogden. It's out by a uh, fan favorite guest Nick's uh, town where he lives. And he, uh, he lives right down the road basically from it. And they have like a real German themed everything and the food, the menu is very German themed, but we went to the newer one, which opened a couple of years ago, I think. Uh, it's down by the public market on railroad street by boxcar and black button. Is it distilling? Yep. Yeah. And they specialize in like pizzas, like wood fired pizzas, I'm guessing in, in like a pizza oven. I think so. They're, they're nice high end uh, pizzas that, that we had there. Um, and then, you know, they, they still have a little bit of the German flair. They had mm-hmm. Spetzel poutine uh, pretzels and they even had like a, 
a German Das German themed pizza on the menu, which seemed a little intense, but that's not, that's not the direction we went. Um, should we, should we talk about the menu items, Rob? Should I jump right into that? I think we just, yeah, let's just jump right into the, the first thing we ordered. Um, probably the pretzel, I think would be a good thing. It's kind of the starter of the, of the bunch. And so was that your call, Randy? Are you a pretzel guy? Yep. Big pretzel hound. You didn't know pretzel hound. Are you going to howl or Can you guys I mean... hear me or no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You basically just said yes. And you're, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the pretzel we've kind of been snagging one of those at a bunch of the places we've been to, we got it at witchcraft, which was the gigantic pretzilla thing. We got the pretzel sticks at, uh, what is it? Knucklehead. I think we tried those. So those yep. two were very different. The knucklehead were like thin, crispy, well-done strips. The witchcraft was like a giant one. And these, these were almost in the middle. They were like, they almost look like Wegmans sub rolls that you buy in like the six pack from their, their packaged bread area. They're but like it says, the hamburger helper guys thumb in width, but like long and pointed. Everyone understands that. Yeah. So no need to further describe those. It says four house-made wood-fired pretzel logs. Oh, that explains. They I thought they were very soft, and I think they weren't probably fried like some of the other ones we had, like the ones at Knucklehead. Wood-fired pretzel logs served with whole grain mustard, peanut butter mustard. <clears throat> it says or Rohrbach beer cheese, but we ours came with all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy, you're the pretzel man. What did you think of these things? I actually... I thought it was more like the hamburger helpers pinky, but are you talking about the size of the picture on the box or when he's in a commercial in relationship to an actual human? I mean, his, his, his thumb IRL, not on the I would agree with that. Yeah. I would assume you uh, hung out with him one time, right? Oh man, we had a wild. (laughs) You him in the Kool-Aid man, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. We went to Toronto. It was insane. You just said, oh, yeah, and you could have gone, oh, yeah, yeah. do it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what the Kool-Aid man said. I didn't say that. Uh, I'm not going to steal his line when I'm hanging out with him. Be disrespectful. I would say these pretzels were really soft, and they were greasy, which was good. I said maybe too soft for a pretzel. Like, it almost was like on the – it was like borderline bread. Um and I said the salt was baked on almost like flakes. Like it was, it wasn't like those little square or cube uh, salt pieces. Yeah. I they like, they like disintegrated and spread out yeah. almost like a salt water bath on top of it. Yeah. And, but honestly it was delicious. It was, you know, just like I said, soft, maybe not in a bad way, but just an overly soft pretzel. Um, I did have some opinions on those dipping sauces though. So starting with the peanut butter mustard, I said it was as good as peanut butter mustard could be, even though I don't (laughs) really like yellow mustard, the brown mustard, I will skip past and let you guys describe that one. Um, and then the melted cheese, I loved, it was super fresh and very melty. It was definitely like a little bit bitter like real you could tell it was real cheese um which i loved and uh, i said that was the freshness of the cheese um just definitely recommend these pretzels i loved them uh i think if they were maybe cooked a little bit more they would be a little bit more pretzel like i guess 
but overall i loved him rob why are you laughing i hate listen i'm no hold on, i'm gonna time out for a second i always so just so the listeners know i'm describing i'm looking at my notes this always happens i get in the description i feel like i'm doing a good job i look up and uh tweedledee and tweedledum are over here in the view screens just laughing i'm like what's gonna what am i gonna get made fun of for this time i was just Go laughing because rob rob is like what's going on all right what did i say this time rob you're like oh like a classic cheese taste bitter i'm like i, I don't cheese doesn't to me taste bitter and then you're like i was classic, I was classic fresh cheese taste I was iffy on the bitter uh, adjective, but it it definitely had, it had some like non-sweet cheese, like non-mac and cheese out of the box taste. I don't know what you would I think I loved that cheese also, Randy. I'm not going to comment on like the whole grain brown mustard either, because that's not my style. Yeah, the cheese, I thought it was like thick and very creamy. It was cheddary. And I think maybe the word... I don't know. This is the word I always use when it's got that real sharp cheddar is like kind of tangy. Maybe that's more what meets in the middle of what you two are both kind of, you know, laughingly disagreeing about. Tangy. Uh, I, I could go tangy. Yeah. Like I, the think drink. Was, tang. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. It tastes like orange tang. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's like the cheddar flavor coming out. It was super okay, yeah, creamy yeah. and that's smooth it. though. That was great. <laughs> the peanut butter mustard was just bizarre to me i tried all the the mustards because it's part of the job but um it you could taste it tasted mostly like peanut butter but it, it gave you that strong like impact on your tongue that a mustard that pure mustard does again sort of of a weird tang or like something that just makes your curl not sour but yeah mustard if you just eat plain mustard you're like what is that it's crazy um, so there's a little bit of that and then it just kind of finishes like with smooth peanut butter, not two flavors. I have any interest in trying together again. They were super soft. The inside was just as soft as witchcraft, maybe softer, but witchcraft has that traditional tougher outer skin. Like Randy was describing. Yeah. I like the salt that was sort of disintegrated cause I don't love biting into the huge chunks all the time. So I thought they were really, really good. Um, probably. Yeah. If they, I think sometimes they flash fry pretzels like that, but this was an interesting take on it. And, you know, I don't know. It was like eating breadsticks dipped in cheese. So yeah. I was on board. I, I think that's a good description. I think they're kind of like pretzel flavored breadsticks with flaky salt, like almost like the flaky Malden sea salt. And I love them. I, 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 they might be my favorite pretzels that we've had in this entire competition. They're buttery. <sighs> I like that they were really soft. I was really confused by the peanut butter uh, mustard because I didn't know that was one of the options. And I just dipped into it and I tasted it. And I'm like, is this mustard? Is this peanut butter? And I was like, very confused because I should have read the menu. And then you guys confirmed that that was what it indeed was. I really like whole grain mustard. So I really liked dipping it into that whole grain mustard. But if you don't like it, that's not your thing. The one thing I'd say about the cheese is that it was really like, it was, it was excellent, but it was very thin. Like it wasn't like going to gunk onto your, you know, you got a thin coating of that pretzel when you would do the dipping. And it definitely like dripped off of my pretzel and like onto the table and I had to clean up a little mess, but it was awesome. I thought it was excellent. I said thick before, and I think I kind of meant more creamy. Yes. What I was saying, what I was saying, like finished very 
smooth and creamy. Very smooth, yeah. But you're right, it was it wasn't like globbing everywhere. It wasn't it's like just, a traditional nacho cheese at a stadium. It's so interesting because Rob, this is like proof Rob and I have different palates because you liked the brown mustard and I did not like it at all. Like <laughs> not one bit. But again, that's just a difference in tastes. Like yeah, we're we're so different. Like I I would I was I said it tasted like licking my hand after using an old metal railing. Like I just caught like a, I love that simile. Yeah. It was, it was something, I don't know, but like, obviously I don't like brown mustard cause you thought it was really good. So I loved it. It's nothing against the mustard. That just was my, my taste in it. And I don't, I hate yellow mustard anyways. So mustard's not really my go-to anyways. No yeah. I'd, I'd always pick cheese when I'm going pretzels. Oh yeah. Cheese all day. Okay, so those are the pretzels. Do you guys want to do pizzas next, or do you want to do the sandwich? Let's let's go pizzas, and let's maybe start with that that beer hall classic. Yeah, I think this was sort of something that I leaned into a little bit because we had gone kind of left fieldish at the last brewery we went to with some wild flavors, and I said we we probably should taste something pretty traditional at each place just because it gives you a real good gauge of what they're working with. So. We got one, this beer hall classic was basically like their version of a cheese and pepperoni. It says San Marzano sauce, provolone, shredded mozzarella, cup and char pepperoni, and fresh basil. Robster, what'd you think of this za? So I didn't, I didn't know that it had provolone and I was eating it and I'm like, something's about the, like, I, you know, one of the, my notes was very cheesy, standard, nothing amazing, but very solid. But there was something really firm about that cheese. Like it really like when you get a wood-fired pizza with just that like buffalo mozzarella or that softer mozzarella, it's very, it just gives um, as you bite into it. And this definitely seemed to have a much firmer consistency than any mozzarella. When I went back and reread that it has provolone in there, I I think that's where maybe they, they got that firmness to it. This is not, you know... I think if you have kids around and they've, they're, you know, maybe have picky tastes, this would be a good thing for them. I thought it was, I thought it was good. It was fine. It was, it was okay. Uh, I did like that real cheesiness. The cup and char pepperoni is always a plus. That was very good. So yeah, that was solid. The cup and char. Oh, go ahead, Randy. I was just going to say, I'll jump on Rob's back off that. I said it was essentially the same. Like it wasn't bad. It was good. Nothing like special necessarily. Right, Rob. It was like kids would probably like it. Like it was nothing extreme with the pizza. Yeah. Um, if it was sitting out in front of me, I 100% would eat it again. Oh yeah. Yeah. My kids literally were there and they did eat this. <laughs> are like snakes when they're at home, they don't eat much. And then we go out to dinner and they eat everything in sight. Like once or twice a week, they just go nuts and they ate, they got the kids mac and cheese. And one of them ate like the whole thing basically. And the other ate about half and they were big servings. We'll talk about their mac and cheese later, but they're big servings. And then they both each had a full slice and a half of leftover beer hall classic pizza the cup and char was a little much so we took those off but it was basically like their version of just a standard family pizza i agree the cup and char were interesting because they were so thinly cut so it reminded me a little bit of caraglios like that not the full buffalo style thick cut um 
not to be confused with our old golf club, Rob, the thin cuts, <laughs> but um, these were super thin, but they curled up a ton and just the tops were kind of charred. So they were really tasty, even though they were, they were thin. So I, I liked that pizza. I thought it was good. The one thing that was a bummer was the outside crust was perfect, but like Rob said, the inside, there was so much cheese that like it was thick and it had a good bite to it and it was a little tougher, but that almost made the which this happens a lot, I think, with the wood-fired pizzas because they cook them so fast. But the inside was very limp. Like, yeah. it kind of just sagged, mm-hmm. which happens. But and yeah. it still tasted good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think the sauce was super-duper flavorful. And that's why you guys are right. This is Mild. family, kids, anyone can eat this pizza. But I think it was smart to order something like that uh, just to give us a, a baseline. The other pizza, though... Well, that was my favorite bite of, of the entire evening, the Susie Q barbecue. So this was, it says barbecue, which I think means barbecue sauce, smoked chicken thigh, shredded mozzarella, sliced red onion, chopped bacon. This was delicious. I thought, uh, the sauce was equal parts, sweet, smoky and spicy. That's what I thought all in a really good way. The heat kind of stayed with you, but not in an overpowering way. This is speculation, but it almost seemed like the meats were smoked, but that might have just been the sauce because that tasted smoky. Um, they cut the chicken thigh like in long strips. It almost <clears throat> looked like it almost looked like brisket the way it was in these long strips or like a, a full thing of bacon. The bacon was kind of finely chopped. Um, but I thought both the meats were great. They were a good mix of like, uh, you know, the consistency of the crunch of the bacon and the more traditional, you know, smooth meatness, meatness of the chicken. Uh, I, I thought it was awesome. Randy, what'd you think of the Susie Q? It's like, you know, we're all teachers when you um, ask the kid to explain an answer and they explain it and you're ready to kind of like help them explain it a little bit better after. And then you realize, nope, they did as best a job as you could. Andy, I have nothing to add. To that boy i feel bad for laughing when was, rob was laughing earlier it was now. essentially <laughs> everything i had written down so i don't i don't really even know what to say i agree 100 percent with what you said this is like the debate scene in old school when he says we have no response <laughs> yeah. that was perfect I, I don't have much to add either i you know it does say that the chicken thighs were smoked and i think that smokiness definitely came through uh into the the this uh pizza and this was the one thing i was really you know, this was kind of my order. I think this is the one thing I really wanted and fought for. Not that I had to fight very hard, but uh, God, one thing that I it was a battle. I, I I was I was yeah. It was it was it was a rough. It was a struggle. It was a fight. I got it. Uh, no, it, I I like a good barbecue pizza, and this was exactly what I had wanted it to be, and it delivered exactly how I hoped it would be. So, yeah, nothing to add. Great job, Andy. Oh wow. Okay, moving on. The Andy doesn't last describe one. it first from here on, obviously. <laughs> Much shorter podcast. Well, I'll let one of you guys, uh, I'll read this one and let one of you guys start because this was not my favorite bite of the evening, but you guys, I believe, really enjoyed it. The grilled cheese hamburguesa, all one word, Flower City ciabatta bread, seasoned ground beef, pico, American cheese. Randy, start us off. What what was what even was this sandwich? 
uh, I think it's pronounced grilled cheese hamburgase. Yeah, because it was awesome. <laughs> Sounded better in my head. Best thing, awesome on focaccia, which made it crunchy. Ground beef, melted queso, so good had a kick to it and that was after like a bite or two i started to realize it which is even better in my mind it reminded me of a philly cheesesteak with peppers almost it was phenomenal i'm going back to aurora box so i can have an entire one and don't have to split it with you guys no offense but it with was tweedle d and tweedle dumb uh, I t- i'm sorry i apologize I-, I was a little heated there i take that back <laughs> rob and andy uh this thing was phenomenal i loved every bite of it and wanted more rob honestly randy it it looks like you stole my notes because you said everything i was gonna say one thing that was interesting so i i did taste that spice also it did seem like it had peppers it doesn't have peppers listed it lists that it has pico but i don't you know usually have peppers and pico so not sure but bottom line this is a cheesesteak sandwich only with ground beef instead of the crappy meat they usually put into cheesesteaks. And I don't really like the meat they put into cheesesteaks. So like, this is everything I wish a cheesesteak sandwich would be, but isn't. You're on blast, Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, the, the one, the my one minor criticism of the cheese hamburger yeah, is that I wish it was bigger. It just isn't that big of a sandwich. And I can well, see we myself. Did, we did split it four ways. <laughs> But even that wasn't like, you know, I could, I could have eaten, if you had the full sandwich, you could have doubled it. And then I'd be like, yeah, that's a good size sandwich. Yeah. Like maybe if it was like the length of, I don't know, a Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but with hamburger or, or the length <laughs> of the hamburger helpers, middle finger. Probably. Oh, yes, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's a monster. So it was awesome. I don't know. Andy, you weren't really a fan, just not your kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I wrote similar stuff, but I just didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> so there you go. It reminded me of sausage and peppers a little bit, like you said. Um, I don't know what it was. You know, I did get a corner and I ate it last too. So it was like cooled off a little bit. I, had, you know, I was going to town on that Suzy Q BBQ. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if it just wasn't for my palate, I guess. I don't love peppers and onions, uh, but I could see like that could be something that my wife likes because she's a big sausage and peppers person. Um, <clears throat> it was a little dry to me, but maybe that again was just because I waited and it just sat there and crisped up on the edges and the inside. But I didn't think it was bad either. Like I ate it and I, I, I ate the whole quarter of it. Um, the last thing that was not on the menu, but we, I believe we all tried was the kids Spetzel mac and cheese. It, it would, this is maybe the most important thing. Whenever you go to a restaurant, you get kids food. Like usually we order it first. So the kids get busy with their food and they take forever to eat it. And everything comes out. Like if you order like French fries, or like Bill Gray's, they come out scorching hot, you know, which is good if you're a grown up, but not for little kids. It was not too hot when it came out. They could eat it right away. Um, it was very say, cheesy. I thought oh, you were going to, I thought you were going to say, but then it got hotter the more you ate it. Was yeah. Like, it was confusing. <laughs> so crazy. Uh, you know, so that's such a good thing for kids. It was very cheesy, tasted real cheddary. It was smooth. I believe Laurel even said when we took the first spoonful, like a literal great cheese pull like this, it was yes. stringy, and you could tell there was real cheese. It seemed fresh. 
one of your sons is so cute trying to like pull off that little piece of cheese and, and then i kept try trying to, like... to help him and <laughs> yeah. i ended up spilling it and it's just... <laughs> it so funny well yeah kids are like so specific like you know we liked the cheese pull and he wanted the strings to come off so he'd pull them and they'd keep pulling and we're like that's a sign of good mac and cheese i think <laughs> and it's never gonna end <laughs> yeah so he ate about half and my other son uh ate the whole thing so they really for them that's a that's a lot and then they ate their uh pizza but you guys each had a bite any, any it was good it was like grown-up mac and cheese very good it was it was awesome i i think that was one of those things that they should just have on the menu as a side for adults and i would absolutely pick it on yelp i saw pictures of like grown-up mac and cheese which you know probably was on the menu like last year or something where i'm sure it had you know lobster or you know maybe it's chicken, german like uh, yeah yeah buffalo chicken or crunched up pork loin like german style yeah but um yeah i don't know i, I enjoyed our, our night out the one the one thing that like ticked us off a little bit was when we went in and this is not the place's fault it's the customer's fault they don't really have official seating it's like group seating you can sit at the bar or against the wall and those are all high tops which didn't really work for us with the boys they just need regular chairs and they had two long like community tables and at each table there was a group dead center of about six to eight people and on each end there was like two chairs so we couldn't even join one of them but this was kind of for, it was that was annoying but it was kind of for the best because we ended up sitting in like the coffee house area like on the stage there was like two lean like leaning back leather chairs and a coffee table and my boys were on like a bench and we pulled over a couple chairs and it was the best place for us because my kids could like move around a little bit and not bother anybody. Um, I'm sure some people found them annoying, but some of the old people near us, older people near us, I'm old, um, they thought it was cute. So uh, it was a great spot for us. And we were there for about an hour and 45 minutes and my kids survived and weren't overly crazy. So that was, it worked out well. We, um, we still have a, one food left, right, Rob? Yes, we do. I was just thinking the same thing. Did I miss something? You missed Spuds. something. The potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> yeah, the hamburguesa came with a side, and they had, like, chips, roasted potatoes, a couple salads. We were like, we can't really split a Caesar salad, and we don't really want chips, so we got the roasted potatoes. No, not for me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I had an instant image of in my mind of the pumpkin farm and being inside a teepee at the pumpkin farm and that's Powers. It. I have, it might be that it, it's the one in rochester and that was it it just as soon as i tasted it, it brought me to that that place and i don't know why i have no clue why <laughs> i don't know what it was so rustic it, well, yeah. they were they they were it seemed like a brunch menu item that was placed on dinner and they just weren't given a ton of care. Like the ones I had were like not cooked enough and there's nothing worse than an undercooked potato. Mm-hmm. And we waited till the end to try them too. I think I wanted to say they were really bad and like at the table, but then I looked over and Laurel also had a big bowl of them. And I was just like, Ooh, I probably shouldn't badmouth these too much, <laughs> but everything else was great. That was the lone whiff for me, Rob. Yeah, they're bad. I mean, they, they weren't, they weren't good. Um, they were, I would agree, undercooked for whatever. I just didn't like the flavor. And this is where I said that 
if we had had that option of picking like even just a small scoop of that children's mac and cheese, that would have made this a billion times better. Like that would be an amazing like side. Like a couple onion rings or something. Although do they yeah. even have a fry? Yeah, there? They didn't have fries either. I, I was looking, I don't know what they have. A they had chips. De Nira yeah. Side. I wonder if I don't they don't even is. have a fryer. Isn't Giardinera like a, an illness from seaweed or something? Or is that like a... Remember that from down, Oregon Trail or something? Yeah. <laughs> Giardinera is like the relish that goes on a hot beef sandwich. Okay. It, it, was, uh, the, it, it was a big whiff. And it was surprising considering everything else was so well done, I guess. Honestly, if we had just had chips, I probably would have eaten a bunch of them and been fine and been like, eh, yeah, chips, no big deal. But they wouldn't have been bad. Yeah. Let's end on a good note, though. Talk about the brews for a second. Yeah. Um, at least for me, I got the IPA that you got to start, Rob. Um, yes. Beautiful color. It had that hazy orange color. It was good. Not very juicy or fruity, but kind of bitter. It was a stronger IPA taste, which I liked. And then I got the American IPA, and that thing was phenomenal. I don't think I've ever had the Rohrbach's American IPA. So good. Milder, juicy flavor definitely will get that again that was delicious rob what'd you get i got that same ipa i don't remember what it was called it was good it was like an american let me see real quick bathed in light that yes was yeah is that that's the one yeah bathed yep. in light and yeah it was a new england hazy ipa i thought it was pretty good a little stronger it was it was fine i kind of wish that i had gotten the cookies and milk stout or griddle cakes because i i love them but on, in small doses, it's not something I'd want to buy like a four pack of either, which I have done in the past, but I do like them because they are seasonal and they do taste like griddle cakes or cookies and milk, which is kind of cool. But uh, I probably should have had one of those instead, but it, it, they were good. What, you know, what I got was, maybe, was really good. Maybe the griddle cakes would have woken up those potatoes a little bit for us brunch Ooh. style. <laughs> good move. I, I got a, I got the scotch ale. I went with some of their standards, the ones that you can buy at Wegmans. I'm not, like I've always said, not the most adventurous brew drinker. So I just got the Scotch Ale, which is a classic for me. It reminds me of going to Red Wings games in the summer, grabbing one of those. Or the the other one I tr- had was the Highland Lager, which I've also had before, which is like an amber beer. Um, they were both great, uh, except my son... Uh, kicked over half of my Highland Lager right near an outlet <laughs> and a fancy rug that was on the stage. But hopefully none Sorry, of that Rohrbach. stuff was ruined because uh, I just said that it was me. But uh, everything was working when we left and I cleaned up the mess with a bunch of napkins. And it was, that was just like the beginning of the end, the last 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, we need to get going. <laughs> but it was a really fun place. I like that little street with all those cool places. I enjoy being near the public market. Um, I had a good time. So I guess we need to rate this place, huh? Yeah. So I'm going to go down here to give you guys a little reminder of the scores we've given. So for Rohrbach, Robster, have you given it any thought? What What do you think your rating's going to be for Rohrbach? I'm going to go. So like you said, it's a cool spot. It's, it's a really cool brick exposed old building brew pub kind of place. This is a place that I live pretty close to, and I never think to go there. And after we went there, I'm like, I'm going to come back again because great brews, really good food, a lot of, you know, cool selections. 
And if you're out in the West side, check out their other location. They've got, uh, it seems like an even more expansive menu and I've had some amazing sandwiches there. I'm going to give it a 9.25, which would make it at this point in the competition, my second favorite food brewery just behind strange bird. Strong. It's a strong score. Randy, what do you, what do you think here? Oh, I'm bouncing between a nine and a 9.25. It was, it was awesome. I'm, I'm factoring in not just that hamburger. So that was good in the pretzels, but they have so many other good beers there. I mean, they have the space kitty. They have, um, like you said, rub the griddle cakes. I mean, like you said, Rohrbach's just, it's not one of those Rochester local places that, you know, everybody drinks and you're like, ah, it might be a little overrated. Like they have so many good things. Um, and I love the inside of that place. It's a little small, but it's, it's just, it, it's got that cozy feeling. So I think I'm going to go 9.25, same as Rob. And I like that area. Um, it's a cool area down railroad street, just a quick plug before you get the plugs careful. They changed it. So there's no more on street parking there. So if you used to park on the street, don't anymore. Every sign said no parking on the street, but there's plenty of parking lots. He means directly across the street. If you go like one block down there, it's <laughs> like, I'm pretty parking. sure I parked on the street. Yeah. We don't park. Did. Don't park. Oh, good call. Good call. Uh, <laughs> directly a across the street from... you don't want to park from. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. when we drove from, from Rohrbox all the way down to the public market, I know that you used to be able to park on one of the sides and they, all of that is now no parking, but you guys are right. There is a spot. All right, maybe we cut that part out in post. Andy? Nope. That doesn't matter. All right. Uh, I'm going 9.0. It it reminded me of the the night we went to Witchcraft and Knucklehead in that both places were like, and Strangebird too, just bumping and happening. There was good energy in there. It was, you know, it was like a winter night, but it felt like in this place, like it almost felt like there was a fire in there, but there wasn't. And I think that maybe had something to do with where we were sitting. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the pizza oven in the back. It was warm. It was like a great place to be on a winter night. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. For me, that puts it in a tie for second place. And um, for me personally, and I'm tallying up the scores here. Um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I liked the food. Uh, I, that barbecue pizza was awesome. I'd like to now go back and try like, their garlic pizza or their meat lovers pizza, just because I thought it was fantastic. Maybe yeah, they have a weird German inches. one, you know? Das German. Rereading it, it didn't seem as crazy. Yeah. Sorry, Randy, I cut you off. I was going to say the other interesting thing is, well, we accidentally brought up the other Rohrbox menu, and that has different food on it, and I'd love to check that out too because that looked like it had some really cool stuff on there too. Yeah, they really do have an, an awesome menu. I know they have one sandwich that friend of ours, but probably not listener of the show loves. They, have, they had a certain sandwich there that he was like a huge fan of. And yeah, awesome. Just great food. Great stuff. Yeah, I think it, it's a little stronger with the um, the German because they have a whole specialty German mm-hmm. section. Yeah. But yeah, it's a little bit more expensive, a lot more like sandwiches and paninis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole page of German specialties, schnitzel, sampler, liverwurst, knockwurst, potato pancakes, all sorts of stuff. 
It's so funny. Country. It's Warbox like never on my radar to go to for some reason, even though it's not that far from us. And you know, it's it's now in second place, was it out of all the breweries we've been to yeah, so far? I, I yeah, I think so. Yeah. Strange Strange Bird one, cool. Rohrbach two. We'll go down the list. Witchcraft, Knucklehead, around quite K2, and Rock Brewing and Finger Lakes Wienery. All all the great places, all yeah. pretty high scores. Um, but I think the the overall experience, the total package of Strange Bird and Rohrbach really separated them from the mm-hmm. groups, I think, just because drinks, atmosphere, food, it was all good. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got uh, um, just a few left. I know exactly. We I think we're doing three more, maybe. Yeah, That's three more, and then we're done. All right. Well, listen. I I want to play a quick game with you guys. I, I just keep throwing new segments at you. Okay. This okay. is going to be called rank them. Okay. Okay. Rob tipped his cat his hat a little bit to this earlier. So Rob came over for the Super Bowl. We had four frozen food snacks that were like just reheated in the oven or microwave baked. Randy, no one on this planet is more familiar with Rob's palate, I don't think, than you. You traveled with him. You lived with him. You were roommates, I believe. Exactly the same palate as we've I don't mean they're the same. I just think you know Rob and you'll know what he likes and doesn't like. So I'm going to name the four foods that we ate. And I want to hear what Randy thinks Rob ranked them as. One to four. Best to worst. Well, we'll start with worst and go up to best. And And I'll share my rankings as well. So Randy, are you ready? Yep. Wegman's brand mozzarella sticks. Worst. Reheated in toaster oven. Yeah, that's worse for Rob. For Wegman's sure. brand French bread pizza, which is an absolute steal at $2.99 for the French bread pizza. Okay. The aforementioned jalapeno cheese crunchers. Yep. That's coming Which the I top thought. Two. Rob said he liked, but yeah, I was worried about it because they were kind of like a, there's a cream cheesiness, but it actually says four cheese on a closer, closer mm-hmm. reread, all of which were apparently too dull for our likes. And the last one was White Castle Sliders. What do you think is Rob's ranking of those four? All right, we're going with the mozzarella sticks, the worst. Nope. I'm going to have to pull in the White Castle Sliders were the worst, then the mozzarella sticks. Then whatever the other thing was that you said, the French bread pizza, and then the crunch pepperoni. Yep. Okay. Rob. You know what? I'm going to go crunchers and then the cheese and pepperoni pizza. That was the best. Go ahead, Rob. Randy says pizza best, then crunchers, then mutsy sticks, then White Castle sliders. Rob, what do you think? I'm going crunchers favorite. Ah, Okay. Got to love that crunch. The White Castle Burger is second. Whoa. Oh, gross. Mozzie Sticks third, but Mozzie Sticks almost took second. And I'm not a big French bread pizza. Like, I thought it was good, but it's just, um, I've never really been huge into French bread pizza. Maybe if it was on a focaccia, but. Those were those were a big yeah. item. The Stouffer's brand back when I was younger, before Wegmans made their own brand, we used to eat those a lot as like, uh, hey, sh- shut up and eat this kind of thing. <laughs> We did too. I think, we did too. I think I could have done better if I was there to see the food. Yeah. Um, because, okay. Oh man, the, I've had those White Castle stinks, sliders. I've had those sliders. I thought they were awful, like absolutely disgusting. 
They were so, my last ranked. Yeah. Uh, also, I guys. Would, oh, go ahead, Andy. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to make a quick thing. Uh, I kept looking up crunchers and could not find them. And that's because they're not called crunchers. <laughs> they're from the crunch factory. <laughs> that's how I found them. They're from the crunch factory. They're called crunch rolls, which doesn't seem like a big difference, but I really could not find them under crunchers. You know what? Do you know why I kept saying that? It's that's what they're called. There's an item on my school lunch menu called pizza cheese crunchers. And okay. they're like a, a not as good version of these. Guys, these look amazing. I have never heard of these before, and but I'm looking at Randy, them. And... They, at Wegmans, they also have the macaroni and cheese flavor. Oh my, that one looks the best. It looks so good. I'm Buffalo chicken's amazing. Okay, again. next time we record in person, we're getting the mac and cheese ones and trying and, them. And guys, I and do have, a, I have an item for Flavor Town. also. Yes. It's already been Sweet. purchased. It's sitting in my kitchen. So <laughs> Wait, we need to guess what Andy's favorites are. Uh, he well, what do you say? The the White Castle was the worst, right? And I didn't I didn't hate him. I, I like all those like frozen things because they're just kind of fun. I think he goes Mozzie sticks first, French bread pizza second, then White Castle, then Crunchers. Oh, wait, oh yeah, no no no, hold on. <laughs> I think he just said he liked the Crunchers. Oh no, you said you didn't like the White Castle. Oh, what did he say he didn't like okay, again? And and keep in mind, I already said. What was my last choice? But Rob didn't get it right. Uh, the last choice was the White Castle, right? Yeah, you you got it basically, Rob. Yeah, I'm, you heard my social history with all these. We yes. talked about all of them because, like, so mozzarella sticks were, were like another thing that I ate a ton of as a kid. They were like, uh, my brother still teased me about it because <clears throat> it says on the box, Randy, you have to organize them in like a pinwheel, like spokes of a wheel, so they the cook Wegmans evenly. Ones? Well, the Wegmans ones, the ones I ate growing up were in a yellow box. It was called okay. Giorgio, which is hilarious because <laughs> my brother still used that term. But like, oh, are you going to make up a pinwheel or whatever? And I was like, it says on the box to do that. I was just like such a dork, you know. Nazi sticks one, French bread pizza two. The French bread pizza was a little overcooked, but crunchers. That and th those three are a tier above the White Castle sliders. I yeah. still like them, Andy. But, you know, I always wondered why you had that that pinwheel tattoo on your back left shoulder, but now it <laughs> it all makes so much sense. And you thought like Giorgio was my grandpa? Yeah, I'm like, oh, he must be just really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I miss him. The RIP was rest in pinwheel. I don't understand <laughs> how the pinwheel actually will cook them evenly when I picture it. Are you yeah, putting well, it really matters. That's a really great question. Well, you think about when you, if you cook like a hamburger or a bowl of soup, the middle doesn't cook evenly. Like the middle is always colder in a microwave. So if you yeah. arrange things spread oh. out in a oh, wheel, microwave, no yeah. I'm picturing this in an oven. I was very, yeah, that's convinced. what I was thinking too. You think, you think I had time for that as a kid? How great are air fryers now, though? Do you use that? For, did you guys use that for it? Do you have one? We Andy? did use our toaster oven slash air fryer for, okay. for a couple of the items. Yeah. So the, the White Castle, I actually heard were better in the microwave because you kind of steam them, you wrap them in a paper towel. It didn't make a huge difference for us, <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun just buying a bunch of that trash and eating it. I mean, hey, keep talking and eating trash is what we say. Mm -hmm. uh, Randy, you had had a bit of food news last time do you want to do that or uh, we talked about it off pod do you want to 
Yeah, this one was just quick. Another ice cream news. Um, we Laurel on the heels sent, of all that little Debbie talk. Right, Laurel sent me this that Ben and Jerry's debuts two new ice cream flavors. What really got me was it was like nostalgic flavors, I guess, chocolate milk and cookies, and then dirt cake. Um, and it says oh, like a dirt Sunday. Yeah, and it says Ben and Jerry's takes you back to childhood with the introduction of two new topped ice creams chocolate milk and cookies and top dirt cake. Um, maybe I've had milk and cookies a lot more recently than other adults, but it doesn't seem like that was just a kid's thing for me. Uh, but the dirt cake sounds really good. It's vanilla pudding ice cream with chocolate sandwich cookies, chocolate cookie swirls with milk chocolatey ganache and chocolate cookie crumble. Just a ton of chocolate and so much stuff. Items. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're supposed to come out soon and uh, we'll keep a lookout for them. We're always on the prowl for new ice cream flavors. Mm -hmm. Rob, I think you're muted. What were you going to say there? I was going to say. <laughs> we're, two year, we're two years into this pandemic, Rob. Come on. All of our listeners, if you come across uh, an awesome new ice cream, just email us at talkingtrashrock at gmail.com or Instagram. The same thing, at I think. Talking Trash Rock. Talking Trash Rock at yeah, Instagram.com. We're, we're going to use the Instagram. I don't know. We don't have a ton of followers, but we're going to see if anyone wants to tell us their favorite pizza places yeah. in Rochester just uh, to, to inform our future uh, showdown, slice showdown, or whatever we're calling it. I don't know. We're going to get like medium or large pizzas and split them up, but yeah. that'll be fun. World famous segment, Rob. World favorite famous segment, Peeves and Plugs. We'll start with Andy. Anything peeving or plugging you? Day after the Super Bowl. Ugh. All those snacks, having fun, staying up late. The next morning, back to reality, right? Got to get got to get my kids up, get them going. We're, we go to daycare on Monday, so it's always a it's a tight window. Got to keep to the schedule. We're running about 5 minutes late, which usually we're pretty much right on time. Running about 5 minutes late. My wife and I switched cars because we just had, uh, she prefers to drive the, she has a much longer commute. So we give her the car with all wheel drive on certain days. I get in the car, I get the boys all strapped in. It's a, you know, it's a circus. They have probably about seven bags between the two of them because they need outdoor clothes and indoor clothes and their backpacks and their bag for daycare. I guess that's five bags plus my backpack and my lunch. We get it all in the car. Car doesn't start. The battery's dead. And I'm just like panic. So car troubles my peeve. It just stinks. It's like you're cruising. Being adult is great. You know, my car's paid for, you know. It's like when it's like when something breaks in your house, you're just like mortified and you're like, what do I do? So we had to just like scramble. Luckily, uh, my mother-in-law is wonderful and lives nearby. And she came down and bailed us out, but I had to go to work a little late. But uh, everyone was very understanding and we called AAA and got a new battery that afternoon. So at least it wasn't anything massive and it was easy to fix. They did it right at our house. But it's just horrible, you know? And like, if I'm late by like 10 minutes to daycare, it's a problem. And now all of a sudden the car doesn't even start. <laughs> so oh, it's man. just a mess. Okay, but plugs? Yeah. Super Bowl was fun. And my wife and I signed up for one of those new uh, like sports book apps 
for the gambling in New York state. And we got a bunch of free bets because we placed a certain, you know, they're all trying to get your business. And so we had a couple $50 bets and we hit one on the Super Bowl, and it was fun. We had the Rams to win and old Dell Beckham to have like a catch of 24 yards and he got it before he got hurt. And so we won a bunch of money. So that was exciting. And the Olympics have been on. I'm finally starting to watch the Olympics. I caught a great curling match last night. And I know nobody really cares about this, but I enjoy watching the Six Nations Rugby Tournament. And they they put all the games on NBC. They're on a delay, but nobody ever talks about rugby or cares about international rugby. So nothing ever gets spoiled. So I just watch them at my leisure. And it's awesome. It's like six countries in Europe and they play every year. And it's really cool because now you can watch it every year on NBC. So those are my peeves and plugs. Car trouble stinks. Who's next? Oh, uh, Randy, are you ready? Or do you need a little more time? I'm always ready, Rob. Okay, you're right. You are always ready. So what (laughs) what are your peeves and plugs? Just a plug. uh, High Chews. Tried them for the first time. Little chewy candies. Uh, They're delicious. Rob also had some, I thought. Did you? I did. In the car ride? They're yeah. really good, which brings me to a candy store in New York City that I saw. Andy, you might have caught this on CBS Sunday morning this past Sunday called Economy Candy. Oh, was it? it was a good episode. Economy Candy in New York City. So just like a super old school store from like the 1930s, third generation guy runs it. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I get it. It's a candy store. I've been to candy stores, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> they also have food from candy from and snacks from other countries such as japan where they have different flavor of pringles and different flavors of kit kats than us that we will never ever be able to get here and i want to go as soon as i go to new york city again they had some i can't find them now but they had some crazy kit kat flavors um from japan that they order all this candy from different countries in so that you can get a whole bunch of different candy there um and the store looked awesome yes Kit Kats are my number one favorite. Mine too. Like, they're like a simple, delicious Mine candy. Mine too, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, side note, two of my students bought me the Kit Kat Valentine heart-shaped box just filled with single-serve Kit Kats. <sighs> my desk at school is brimming with them. But I am aware of the crazy Kit Kat flavors. And they'll yeah, it'll be like mint tea leaf Kit Kat or like mm-hmm. mocha, mochi. you know, yeah. Mochi, yeah, yeah, bubble tea I, flavor. Yeah, there's green tea. I won't read them all. Green tea, like you said, mandarin orange, um, uh, this almonds and cranberries. I mean, I mean, like none of them sound good to me, but I would try all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So guys, if any of us go to New York City, uh, if you're near the place, Pick up a bunch of Kit Kats for the rest of us, and we'll try them all and talk about them on the podcast. Cheesecake Kit Kat, come on! Whoa, that sounds good. Yeah, the the mint the mint uh, Kit Kats are like the mint Girl Scout cookies, but like a thousand times better. And the day that I ended up getting those like twenty five vaccines all at once, I celebrated <laughs> by just getting a giant one of those Kit Kats for the for the car ride home. It was uh, amazing. I've been trying to think more why I like Kit Kat so much because they are my number one candy. I don't know. I can't figure it out. It's just wafer and chocolate, but something about them are the best. The, there's like, I, I, it's got the, it gives you some texture. The, the same way I like crunch bars. Mm-hmm. It's simple. You're really only tasting milk chocolate. 
and there is a little texture and a little difference. I like biting into the Kit Kat sideways, separating the layers, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But once you get, once you start adding too much stuff, it gets crazy. Mm -hmm. Like really, you know, I, I know a lot of people love Snickers. Uh, I, I, I don't like large, like peanuts like that, but a Milky Way thing, I, things need to have like three or less ingredients for me. Like, you know, the candy bars, you, you know, you get the peanut butter cup with the Reese's pieces in it. It starts to get a little too crazy to me. So the Kit Kat is simple, but it do, it's, it's better than just a plain milk chocolate bar. I don't know. So just to plug Andy, be careful. Cause I also bought a bunch of those mini Kit Kats for some game that the kids were doing at school to hand out. And I didn't hand them all out and I'll have one and be like, ah, it's small. I'll have another one. It's still <laughs> kind of small. So now I'm up to like five in my hand as I'm just walking around just chewing them like well they're still small that's still probably less than a full kit kat bar yeah, right because so. they're they're not as long you can have like <laughs> they're so good thick. though how about this today i walked into the faculty room and there was just a big plastic bin and it said treats from a, like a community member and it was just filled with full-size candy bars tons oh. of snickers tons of Oh, there was one other candy bar that had peanuts that I didn't love. And then king size Kit Kats. So I like took one that's in my freezer. I'm not going to eat that because I have all these other little ones, but I'll just save it. That's awesome. It was crazy. I, uh, I Rob's peeve, not having a giant bucket of candy at work that you can just take candy out of. No, my peeve, my peeve is an old peeve that has returned. Uh, it is when people don't follow proper sauna etiquette i uh went to the sauna this past weekend at the gym and this guy was wearing headphones that cover your ears but for some reason it seemed like they must have had speakers on the outside of the headphones because they were so loud that i could just hear the music blasting and then these two dudes started talking about how they were buying 700 dollars sneakers but then one entertaining comment was when the one guy said, I'm just going to start stacking Crocs, uh, basically saying he's going to go buy as many pairs of Crocs as he could buy because he just was like all getting into comfort, comfortable stuff. And part of me is like, I can get behind that, actually. That seems kind of awesome. <laughs> so that, that guy's going to be on the podcast next week. Yes. Yeah. It's, we're going to be talking Crocs next week. Uh, and then my plug, <laughs> my plug is, I watched the first episode of the show Reacher and it's ridiculous, but kind of funny. And it just, if you want to watch some giant jacked dude, just punch a million people in the face and solve mysteries, then this might be your show. It's uh, you know, it's pretty simple what it does. He just shows up in this town and just starts beating everybody up and just taking names and kicking some butt. And it's uh, it's like good. If you like MMA and law and order, this is for you. It's it's funny. Like I heard them talking about it on a different podcast. They're like, it's the ultimate dad show. Like, you know, there's like the skip intro. Like this doesn't even have an intro. It just begins. Cause like, they're like, dads don't know how to skip intros. Let's just start punching faces. And so that's like the righteous gemstones intros, like eight seconds long. Yes, I know. <laughs> so if you want something simple and just some action and uh, you'll, you'll you know, reach or check it out. Not bad. Now, fair warning to all our listeners. Rob is known to um, <laughs> recommend a TV show before he reaches the end of the season. Sometimes you bail on the it. end of the episode and then he does a complete 180. So 
I'm recommending episode up. one of Reacher. <laughs> there you go. Just episode one. Keep up with keep up with the podcast, guys. Don't go ahead. Actually, I one- took Randy, Randy's recommendation of Raised by Wolves. I watched the first episode, and I think I'm going to watch episode two tonight. Yes, oh, so good. I enjoyed it. Oh, one crazy. One- Raised by Wolves was one of Randy's better recommendations. I think that that's an awesome show. But I was going to say one show I can recommend start to almost finish is Peacemaker. Another show that is if you're if you're a kid, don't watch it. Not appropriate for kids. But there's like just tons of just violence and metal music and comedy and it's just like the the lightest action like it's just it's just action it sounds like jack reacher but funny <laughs> it's, it's it it is a it is a much funnier reacher um maybe a little more sexually explicit but uh, uh and, and the the metal music way better more insane like 80s metal it's it's great it's awesome so that's Rob's review of Reacher says, where's the metal music? Yeah, not enough metal in Reacher, <laughs> but enough face punches. So, guys, anything to add before we uh, wrap this thing? I want to go back to Roarbox sometime. It was great. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. to all these places. I, mean, I think I just need to get out of the house more. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'm down to go. And, and we're also getting Rising Storm coming to town, I think, pretty soon. So that'll be cool, too. And the old Daisy Flower Mill. Thank yeah. you, guys, uh, and Laurel, for being uh, kind and patient with my kids. That was fun that they got to oh, come they out. they were awesome. Yeah, your they're kids so, are cool, man. Yeah, they were awesome. All right, cool. Well, uh, listeners, until next time, keep eating, talking, and drinking trash. Trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides rob andy and randy and sometimes a guest welcome to talking trash a rochester-based food podcast where you rate and review local hold on, and- hold on. he just immediately moves as close to the mic as possible well i know they're not welcome to talking trash was that too loud sound oh yeah you gotta just like talk stand normal okay so like this is that okay (laughs) that sounds fine to me okay (laughs) he's gonna gonna think of something he wants to say during the episode and he's well wait wait yeah Uh, welcome to (laughs) talk ah